Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham before a big game against Man City, the return uh, game after only playing them a couple of games ago. Uh, but yeah, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, yeah, big week for us, big week for us. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, stuff behind the scenes, transfer window just closed as well. Uh, before you uh, you go, please make sure you hit that like and also the subscribe and Mark Swift uh, doing my job for me as well. How you doing, Mark? Uh, yeah, please hit the like, subscribe and notification bell buttons. They really help the channel. Also, Chris Magic, if you like a bit of magic, go and do that on there as well. And a trick comes out on there every Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. Uh, but let's start. Uh, so the, the big news at the moment is the club have responded to the Tottenham Hotspurs Supporters Trust. The, the, the trust wanted uh, answers and, and clarification on a few things. I mean, they've responded, but they haven't really. It's more like a customer service comment that comes through. So almost written like a script and a couple of things that they've said there that they're, 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 their focus still remains uh, qualification for Champions League and winning trophies. Very interesting that they're, they're worded like that. Champions League qualification is the first part and then winning trophies is the second part. Surely it should be the other way around. Uh, but maybe that's just me being a bit picky. Uh, and yeah, Mark, I'm good as well too. Uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, glad you're good as well. Uh, but yeah, and the, the thing that made me laugh on it was kind of they've spent. They said they spent five hundred million pounds, invested five hundred million pounds in the team. So I'm sure they have spent five hundred million pounds in the time that they've been there. But in terms of investment, I'm not sure. Uh, to me, investment is is backing the manager, buying the right players for the team, buying the players that the manager wants. So there's there's all these stories that Redknapp wanted. Uh, Suarez got Saha, wanted Cahill, got Nelson. Poch wanted Mane, got uh, uh, Nkudu, wanted Wijnaldum, got Sissoko. Wanted the rebuild, didn't get the rebuild. Yol wanted a left back, got Darren Bent. Uh, and then you see, you know, whether he wanted uh, uh, Undombele and Lacelso Pochettino, I'm not sure, but they weren't fit. They weren't right for the team. So in, in that respect, there's been, yeah, maybe £500 million spent, but very wasteful, a lot of it wasted. There have been good stuff. There have absolutely been good stuff. Uh, you know, Bale, Van der Vaart, Modric, Dembele, Son, uh, Kulisevsky. To name a few, so there have been some absolutely top spot on purchases, but a lot of them have been completely wasted. Uh, and you look at Endombele and Lacelso, that's a hundred million right there, so that's 20% of what they've actually spent uh, 500 million. So, on two players, we've wasted a lot of money. So, it needs to be, yeah, invest the money, it is invest the money. But it has to be invested correctly and it has to be invested in what the manager wants. Uh, yeah. And yeah, uh, Mark has a similar kind of opinion there. Spot on, he says. Uh, cheers, Mark. But yeah, it's just. But to me, it just read like a cut. I've had to deal with the HMRC and other uh, other people uh, this week. So it just. You speak to customer service people and it's just almost like a script that's written. It, they're not actually responding to what you actually say and you know <laughs> they they say that their, their, their focus is winning trophies and champions league qualification 
one trophy in 22 years, uh, <laughs> you're not really achieving your objective, are you? And if you had objectives at your job, which I'm sure many of you do, you go through them on an appraisal basis. Uh, if after a couple of years you haven't met any of them or you've met very few of them, you would end up having a chat with your manager. You, you know, what can you do to achieve them? And if you hadn't achieved anything like that in 22 years, you'd be fired. Uh, I know Levy would have to then fire himself. Uh, but for me, unless they spend the money on what's needed and what Conte specifically says, uh, and and we start winning, I think they've taken as far as they can. Uh, there's no doubt that Levy and Enoch have improved us from when they took over. When they took over, top four was a pipe dream. We were mid-table, 10th, 11th, somewhere like that. Now we're upset if we don't win leagues and, and furious if we don't get Champions League qualification. We're known massively more worldwide than we were before. So in that respect, they've done a brilliant job. But it's about taking the next step. And I, I constantly say 16-17 season was when we should have taken that next step in terms of players because we were that close to winning the league and we didn't do anything. Uh, that was to take the next step. So if they're not willing to take the next step and they're here just for some money for themselves, then they've got to go, in my opinion. In my opinion, anyway. Uh, if they are willing to take us to the next step and invest heavily, not heavily, but 500 million is a lot of money, but invest, spend the same rate of money, but on the players that fit the system and the manager wants. I mean, it doesn't help where Conte is not signing a contract. So you're not really going to pay 60 million for a player that Conte wants if he's not going to be there. So that needs to be resolved. So that doesn't help. But if Conte was to sign a new four-year deal, then go get him all the players he wants. Within reason, he's not going to ask for, you know, Mbappe. So if they're not going to do that and back the manager and take us to try and take us to the next step, then they've taken us as far as they can, in my opinion. They have to go. Uh, Simply Ace in the chat. How you doing, Bally? Uh, but that does bring us on to a bit of good news. Bit of good news. And it is this. I'm sure you all saw it. This guy, Pedro Porro, is now a Spurs player. On loan, obviously, with an obligation to buy. So I'm not really sure where the that came from. I suppose a good deal in, in terms of that we haven't spent too much money, but all they'll say, I think, is next year that comes out. So that hinders our transfer budget, but remains to be seen on that one. But I just don't understand why it took almost the best part of like a month to get that done. When you look at Chelsea, I know Chelsea have tons of money and they're just buying players like they're going out of fashion, but they're getting it done. You know, the, we... We want this player. Okay, his price is this. Okay, here's the money. Done. We're, we're wasting 31 days. We could have sorted that out early doors. Yeah, he might not have joined until after the cup final that he played. Sort that out early doors, and then you move on to other targets. Because I'm pretty sure Conte didn't say, I want Pedro Poa, and that's it in the transfer window. Uh, but I think now the window is closed. We really need to see... Similar to what we saw in the summer in a lot of players coming in. But again, out of those players, <laughs> Jed Spence has gone on loan. So that was obviously not a good signing for, for what we needed at the time. Whether he'll come back and be, be a good player is, remains to be seen. Uh, but yeah, we, we need a big summer. We desperately need a goalkeeper. I'm a bit annoyed we, we didn't get a goalkeeper. We desperately need creativity. I've been calling that out for years. Uh, but we do have Pedro Porro, which... 
I mean, has to be. It has to be an improvement on Emerson. Uh, we'll come to Doherty a bit later on as well, but it has to be an improvement for Emerson. Uh, and I agree simply, Ace, uh, Pedro Poe, not enough. We needed centre-backs. We needed centre-backs, goalkeeper, creativity. And I just don't know why it took. With some of the deals in the summer, you know, for Charleston, Basuma, uh, in particular, Perisic as well, he was free, but those two in particular, they were done fairly quickly, done and dusted. 60 million Everton wanted. Okay, here's 60 million for Charleston as a Spurs player. Why have we reverted back to Pedro Poe taking a month and then we haven't actually signed him? We've only got him on our loan. Get that done quickly. And it says to me that Levy's getting involved again where early in the summer with uh, Richarlison and Basuma. He wasn't. But, hey, I don't know. I don't know. And, yeah, uh, we need a goalkeeper. We need a goalkeeper because Lovie's making too many mistakes. I'd start uh, Fraser Forster, but I'm pretty sure that won't happen. Uh, but, yeah, and then... But there is some even better news, even better news, nothing to do with the players, but Tottenham Hotspur will be hosting Beyonce. <sighs> Said just after the transfer window's finished. Uh, we're a football club just after transfer window. We're announcing Beyonce. And don't get me wrong, Beyonce's a world, world star. She'll generate a huge amount of money. It's a massive deal. Uh, I like a lot of her songs. But the time, <laughs> the, the the timing, and then we've got the shirt sponsor from next season as well. The uh, South Africa, I think, is the sleeve sponsor takes over from Cinch. Uh, I said Pedro Poro, you know, it'll come out of next season's transfer budget. The figures that I saw were ten million from Cinch, forty-five million for South Africa. So there's just your, there's your Pedro Poro money, Pedro Poro money, right there. But it won't be like that. It will be two separate entities. It will be. The shirt sponsor is completely ignored. Pedro Poirot, we've got to pay for him somehow. Uh, that comes out of our transfer budget. And that, that I well, that's what I feel will happen anyway. And that's where a lot of the animosity, I think, towards Daniel Levy and Enoch comes in, where we, we have that money. That money's coming in from the shirt sponsor. It's been done and dusted. God knows how much money we'll get from the Beyonce gigs. The money for Poro is there. You know that's coming in, so just pay it now. And then you've got him as a player for five years or however long the contract is. You don't have to ponce around and piss around with the transfer fee after next season. Uh, it's a bit frustrating, a bit frustrating. But, you know, $45 million a year for the shirt sponsor. Let's hope that all goes into the transfer kitty or just pays off Pedro Poro and then the transfer kitty is as it was. So the Beyonce gigs are, t are two gigs. So it'll generate a huge amount of money and buzz. I imagine that'll be a sellout as well. So let's hope that goes into the club. But, you know, I do have my doubts. I do have my doubts. Uh, but like I say, she's a huge, huge star. We've had Guns N' Roses, Lady Gaga, Chili Peppers we're having. Uh, Beyonce is above those, in my opinion, in terms of star power. She's huge, huge. So it'll generate a huge amount of money and buzz. But we're a football club. We, sh you know, shirt sponsor from next season. That's all fine and dandy. But <laughs> we need stuff this season. We don't need stuff for next season. Go and do that on, you know, have your Todd Klein or whatever his name is do that, and then have your football people going and signing players. But we we pissed around with Pedro Porro. We haven't like simply a said address the centre back situation or the goalkeeper situation. But we've sorted out shirt sponsors and gigs after the season and shirt sponsors for next season. There's no seemingly proactivity going on here. It's all reactive. And 
it's going to be too late to address these centre-backs, goalkeeper, creativity next season or in the summer when we're trying to get Champions League and trying to win an FA Cup or, or potentially a Champions League this season. So it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating that the way these things come about and then the club's response, like I said, a customer service announcement almost. But yeah, shirt sponsor from next season, Beyonce at the end of the season. What about this season? We've got Pedro Poro, but like Simply A says, not enough, not enough. Uh, and then we come on to this guy, uh, Matt Doherty. Uh, I don't mind Matt Doherty. He's not obviously not a world beater and absolute top class in terms of what we need. But he always gave his all and he was showing signs, certainly at the end of last season, uh, that he could become back to his best. But what a fiasco with him going. He's gone because we've we've sent eight players out on loan, which is the maximum. We were going to send him out on loan, international loans, uh, 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 mind you. Uh, and we were going to send him out on loan, but we couldn't because we already had eight. So let's just cancel his contract. So who at the club is counting these these loan deals is anybody's guess how you cannot realise that you've got seven or uh, eight already. And then you're trying on the ninth, which is against the rules. Uh, I know he only has six months on his contract, so he probably wouldn't have been renewed anyway. But for me, he's better than Emerson. Pedro Poro is now first choice right wing back. But now Emerson is second choice. So if anything happens to Poro, we're still in the same situation that we were. Whereas Doherty, I think, is a better scenario if if, if anything happened to Pod, uh, Pedro Poro. Plus, as well, Doherty has a really good relationship, working relationship on the pitch with Kulisevsky, and he's popular with the squad. So it's just an absolutely absolute car crash and just just sums us up really as uh, uh, what the hell are we doing we don't know <laughs> that the people in charge of the football seemingly aren't the football people and seemingly don't know anything about the football are more interested in beyonce coming in shirt sponsorships which generate money probably doesn't go to the transfer kitty and if it doesn't go to the transfer kitty just stick it to the kitty of getting conte and kane to sign new contracts uh, it just makes me angry, makes me angry. Uh, Simply Ace, stuck in big in a big, deep hole, which we'll never get out of with this ownership. Emerson is far worse than Doherty. What a dumb decision from the club. It's very clear Conte has no say, and he's winding down his contract. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Simply Ace, I think, on that last pit with Conte, I think you're probably right. I mean, if if you're Conte and you're signing Pedro Porro when you've got a, a gaping hole in centre-back, you've got a goalkeeper who's making mistakes, you have no creativity, and they say, sign Pedro Porro and Beyonce, <laughs> but then Beyonce uh, doesn't really say much for the football, does it? And, and uh, how they're going to back the football club. Uh, yeah, so I think he'll be winding down and then we'll have Potch back again. And that's what I said. As soon as Conte was uh, appointed, we'd have Potch back within the 18 months, which would have been 18 months. Too early for him. Too early for him. I love Potch and he spurs through and through, I think. But it's too early for him. He's still stuck with the same owners that wouldn't give him his rebuild and sacks him when they didn't do their job. And half the players who threw him under the bus anyway, he'll be without Kane, I would have thought, because I can't see him staying in the summer. And it's just... Like Simply A says, a real big, deep hole. And where do we go from there? Where do we go from there? Then we have these two. Spence and Hill, both loaned out. All good, all good. But to France and Spain. Uh, 
Certainly with Hill, needs to be loaned to a premiership club or a championship club. Get used to the physicality on a regular basis of the football. Spence <clears throat> hasn't played a premiership game. He may have come on for a few minutes here or there. But against with Forrest, he only played a couple of cup games against premiership opposition. I heard, whether it's true or not, that a load of premiership clubs are interested in him. Get him out into the premiership and get him some experience in the premiership, which is where his majority, if he if he becomes a Spurs player, is going to be where he plays. Oh, just just mind boggling. Again, he's going to uh, France. where the, the quality there, unless you play against PSG and Monaco's and Marseille's and teams like that and Lyon, is nowhere near the premiership level. So he's, what experience is he actually getting? What experience is he actually getting? Hill, back to Spain. And it's not as physical over there. It's physical in England. And he showed glimpses of what he can do. He's got, you know, good trickery and, and, and good passing on him. The, the setup for Kane's second goal against Palace. No messing about. Just get it into Kane. Get him in the Premiership or at the very least. The Championship is physical there. It's physical there. He'll be forced to bulk up and, and toughen up. But going to Spain is just the easy, easy one. And certainly with Jed Spence, you loan him out to a premiership club. That's not international. And then Doherty can stay and maybe get loaned out or keep him as an understudy. But yeah, oh, it's just so, so annoying. Uh, But yeah, and simply ace, Daniel Levy then has the nerve to say we're spending money when it's not the manager spending the money. It doesn't look like it is, does it? It looked like it was slightly with... uh, Richarlison, Perisic, although that wasn't spending money other than wages. Maybe Basuma, but now it seems to have ended. Uh, Jed Spence certainly wasn't one of his signings. Uh, I, I still think Conte is wrong for not picking him in certain games. Certainly the Portsmouth game, just making a point. Uh, when you've got Emerson there, who is just not not cutting the mustard at all. Uh, but this is what Conte is like. You know, Conte is stubborn. If something annoys him, you don't need to look too far to see that it annoys him. It's fairly obvious it annoys him. And it's just one thing after another with all of this. And, and yeah, loaning these two players out to Spain is just ridiculous. Just uh, And France, ridiculous. Certainly Jed Spence. Just get them out in England. There, there was interest in England. You can get him out, loaned in the Premiership, and then have something in there that says he can't play against Tottenham, so he can't do anything to you. Uh yeah, and, and simply ace. He should have been given a chance. He looks hungry. He was just never given that chance. I cannot believe he didn't play against Portsmouth. If there was, And certainly Forrest as well. But Portsmouth at home, League One. If ever there was a chance to try out some, some different stuff and different personnel, it was that game. And he never did. He never did. And yeah, I mean, it's good that he's gone on loan. He'll get some game time. But for me, it needed to be in England. It needed to be in the Premiership. Because uh, that's where he's going to be playing, and he's never played there. League, League, un or or, or 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 whatever it's called. I think that's what it is. While he's going to get first team football and play occasionally against the big boys, you know the the the, the PSGs. That's what he was doing last year in the championship. Occasionally playing against the big boys in the cups. He needs to be playing regularly against the big boys, and you know a lot of you know the lesser teams in the Premiership, shall we say, with all due respect are better than than a lot of the good teams in France, uh, PSG aside and Lyon aside. Uh, so it's just a waste for me. Is he going to 
really learn anything there. I'm not sure. He'll get first team football, which I suppose is a good thing. Uh, but Harvey White has been loaned out uh, in England. I can't remember which team it's to. If someone in the chat can help me out with that, because I can't remember. But he does get a loan. He's, he's one for the future. Wasted just on the bench and in the reserve. So at least he's getting some game time. Bit annoyed uh, Alfie Devine wasn't loaned out because another one like that could have really benefited from some actual first team football in a lower division in England. Uh, but again, it's just Beyonce and the shirt sponsors seem to take precedence because that's going to bring in more money. But your football club, you've got to sort the football stuff out first. You've got to make sure you make money and stay in the black. Obviously, that that that's part of your job as well. But you've got people for that. You've got Todd Klein for that. So stick him off in one room. Your paratitches or quite what's happening with him with all of this Juve stuff is just any, any, anything. Uh, cheers, Simply Ace. Uh, Derby, Harvey White has gone to. So that's a good move for him. Get regular first team football there. Gets bashed about a bit in the lower leagues, uh, which is what Hill needs to toughen up. Uh, so that, that, that. Pedro Porro and, and Harvey White are the two good things coming out of this transfer window. <laughs> That's pretty much it from from my book, I'm afraid. Uh, but yeah, where was I? Yeah, so you need to stay. make sure you're in the black, which we will. And obviously these things will help out. But stick Todd Klein and Daniel Levy in one room. Sort all the Beyonce stuff out, the, 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 the shirt sponsors out. Stick Paratici, Conte in another room. You, you got Daniel Levy on speed dial. We need this much money. Yeah, that's fine. Go and negotiate and go and get your men. And it just doesn't seem to be like that. It seems to all go through Daniel Levy. And and the fact, like Simply Ace says, looks like Conte is winding his contract down when it looks like he's not spending the money and not getting the players he wants. Whether he wanted Pedro Porro, I'm not sure. But certainly, certainly an upgrade on Emerson. But we still have a, a con. you know, people say in January you can't sign that many players. Chelsea signed eight. I, I know they've got all this money and everything like that. And they're a bit in dire straits at the moment. But... If you pay what people are asking, you can go and get players. So, yeah, obviously, uh, January is going to be less generally than you pay in the summer, uh, than you get in in the summer. But you can still get more. And, and yeah, we got two last year, Kulisevsky, Bentoncourt. Uh, and, yeah, we will never play these young players. Uh, Simply A says, just sell them. Uh well, if Conte does wind his contract down and then Poch comes in, then they will start because Alfie Devine, I'm pretty sure, will be brought in and probably Harvey White. Dane Scarlett as well. Maybe not this year, but the year after. You know, Poch brought through Kane. I know Kane's a world star now, but at the time he was 21. He, he wasn't really that well known. He'd had a few loan deals to championship clubs, which wasn't setting the world alight. Uh, he also brought uh, 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 Benton Kerr through. Uh, uh, Harry Winks through. Uh, we know what's happened with him. Uh, in terms of Deli Alley, that was obviously scouted. We need a player who can do this. Deli Alley fit the bill. Uh, 18 came in and was a world star until it's all fallen apart. So if Poch comes in, he will play the young players. If somehow Conte gets another five-year deal, then he won't. And I agree. But again, it goes, these young players, how do you know if they're good enough if you never give them a chance? You've got to give them a chance. Poch gave Harry Kane a chance and look what he's done. He's becoming our all-time, he's our all-time goal scorer. Not yet, but he will be this season. And yeah, if he didn't get given a chance, he'd have gone on loan somewhere else, sold somewhere else, 
maybe not anywhere near the level that he's at at the moment. And yeah, we have so much deadwood that we can't get rid of for free. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ndombele screams out with that one. But yeah, just we need a big, big clear out. But we've needed a big, big clear out ever since Poch went on TV with Gary Lineker and said that. And how many years ago was that now? About three. So we've had the, the clear out called and we still haven't had it. We're still waiting. It's just very, very frustrating, very frustrating. And, and you know, he doesn't help himself, Daniel Levy. Whether Daniel Levy is doing everything he can to try and progress us, he doesn't help himself with some of these things. And, and the, the, you know, and people say, people will say he has responded and he has responded. Uh, but he also, you know, I, I don't think like Conte says that they should be coming out every week and, and, and saying things. But when, when Villa sold Grealish, their chairman did a video, it's about a five minute video explaining exactly what the situation was, why they sold him and everything like that. And it didn't sound bullshit to me. It sounded like the actual truth. Whereas Levy comes out, says we're going back to the Spurs DNA and then promptly appoints Nuno, who was the complete opposite of our DNA. So he doesn't help himself just by talking all of this big game and then just doing the opposite. And yeah, summer 2017 was our downfall. I completely agree. That was where we had just finished the season just behind Chelsea. Go and sign some top quality players. We had the best first 11 in the league, bar none in that season. Our squad just wasn't strong enough if one of those 11 got injured. Go and get some top quality players in. That then automatically improves your squad. We didn't do that. And now look where we are. And so he doesn't help himself there either. But I'm sure this will drag on and on and on and on and on and we'll see what happens in the summer. But for the meantime, Man City are coming to town. Haaland, Pep, Foden and the rest. Uh, it's a bit of a tough game. That, you know, We essentially want Man City to win because we don't want Arsenal to win the league. But we want ourselves to win first and foremost. So therefore, we have to beat City and hope Arsenal lose to Everton. Be a tricky game, I think, for Arsenal there. Away at Everton with a new manager. He hasn't had a huge amount of time there, Sean Dyche. Uh, didn't really get any players in, but I would imagine he'll steal them up a little bit more than they have been under Frank Lampard, and they might be a bit more difficult to break down. But Arsenal are the league leaders, the runaway leaders at the moment, almost. Uh, and if they win that game and we beat City, I think their lead is 10 points over City. Uh, they have got City to play twice. So if they did lose that, both of those, that's four points if 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 that scenario at the weekend happened. But yeah, it's a, a tricky one. We want City to catch Arsenal. Although any other team other than Arsenal, I'd be glad they're winning the league and hope they win the league because I can't stand City, the fact that they've bought everything. Arsenal, They've had a few years down in the doldrums and then they've spent wisely exactly the same blueprint we had in 1617 under Poch, which we threw away in the garbage. They've gone and picked our bins and then got the blueprint and now top of the league. But they've done it. They haven't just spent money that, you know, from a, a bottomless pit. But it's Arsenal, so <laughs> I, I can't have them winning the league. I, I can't be wanting them to win the league because they've done things the right way. So. Yeah, and yeah, but we have to beat City. We, we've still got stuff to play for Champions League. You know, there's still half of the season left. Last year, we were bang out of the Champions League race. Last 11 games, 27 points out of 33. Yeah, Arsenal fall, fell apart. But if we had another similar kind of uh, rate of, of points to that, teams at the top would, would 
would lose games where we wouldn't be if we had that rate. And then we get in Champions League again. So we've got to win. We've got to win at home as well. And we showed uh, in the, the, the game a few weeks previous, we can score against them. And yeah, we can score against them. We've just got to stop them scoring. But yeah, simply ace. <laughs> Going to get spanked. Just like, just loo at our back line. Oh, just look at our back line and keeper. I mean... Yeah, based on what happened in that 4-2 loss, they'll they'll be have their tails up thinking, yeah, we might concede a couple of goals, but just put their defenders and goalkeeper under pressure and we can get a hat for and win the game again. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real tricky game. It's a real tricky game. Uh, but who's going to play? Who's going to play? I'm mean, interested to know in the chat who you think will be our starting lineup and who will play. Uh, Unfortunately, I think Loris will start. And I say, unfortunately, he has been the best goalkeeper that Spurs have had in my lifetime. But at the moment, he's just not up to it. He's just completely dropped off. So I would start Forster because I think all that will happen is Man City will be saying, pepper their goal, pepper their goalkeeper. Any crosses that you get, certainly corners or free kicks, stick under his bar, put him under pressure because he's an accident waiting to happen. Forster eliminates that. He's big, tall, so it has to be a really good cross away from him. Otherwise, he's just going to pluck it out of the air. I'd play Forster. I think Lovis will be starting. Uh, simply Ace, even if we beat City, it doesn't change a thing. If no trophy, our season is a failure and top four does not count. That's true. That's true. But at least top four would be something. But FA Cup is where I'm looking now. Uh, off topic of who plays for a second. FA Cup. Arsenal are out. Liverpool are out. We've, we've got a good draw there. Uh, who are we away to? Uh, Wrexham or Sheffield United. On paper, it's a good draw. Won't be easy at all. But whoever that is, if we show the same attitude that we showed against Preston, where I look really professional, I think we'll go through. And then you're into the quarterfinal. And then it's three, two games from Wembley, three from winning it. And if, you know, Man City and another big boy, you know, Man United get drawn together, that's another big one out. So we have to be looking at the FA Cup. We have to be looking at the FA Cup because you need a little bit of luck. But we can win that. We can win that. We can't win the league. We can win the Champions League because we're still in the hat. But very, very, very unlikely. Uh, FA Cup. If we can win the FA Cup, get fifth, successful season. Uh, don't win a trophy, get fourth. Okay season. No trophy. Don't get top four. Terrible season. Uh, but yeah, no FA Cup, no trophy, and fourth, okay season. We were okay five years ago. Okay, ain't good enough now. We want to be pushing on. Uh, and the first trophy, if you can get a trophy, that'll convince Kane to stay, I think, potentially, possibly Conte. And then you can push on from there, and then it's about whether you, you push on in the transfer window. But like I said, I don't think we will in the transfer window. So for me, Levy... Enoch have taken as far as they can go. But with, with, with this shirt sponsor and Beyonce, we just make them so much money. So I don't really think they'll go anywhere, unfortunately. But anyway, back to City. So I think Pedro Poro will come straight in, straight in. And also what that will hopefully do is it will stop Romero having to, to cover that right side, which he does for Emerson. He doesn't have to do it as much for Doherty, but obviously we don't have Doherty anymore. But ho hopefully that will allow Romero to just focus on his own game at the back. And it'll probably be Dyer. 
Will it be Longley or will it be Davies? I would have thought it'd be Davies just because Longley made a bit of a cock up and he trusts Davies. We saw how good he was at the end of last season. So I think it'd be Davies. But Mervo, Dyer, Davies, Sess or Perisic? Probably Perisic for me. And then if everyone's fit, Benton Kerr just walks into that team. Walks into that team. Probably Hoiberg. Uh, for me, Son. Son usually does quite well against City. He didn't do much in the first game. And the uh, same with Loris. Where is the point that if your players aren't playing well, that they get dropped if someone is good in training and, and performing when they come in and give them a chance coming in? What What is the point? How many games? How many, you know? Because it doesn't matter how good Son has been. If he's not playing well, he's got to go out. And that will give him a bit of a firing. We saw how fired up he was against Leicester when he came on. And what a super sub to come on. So for me, controversial, maybe. But my front four would be Kane up top, obviously. Kulisevsky. Uh, top three up top, sorry. Yeah. Uh, five, uh, six, uh, five across the back and six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, sorry. Three up top, sorry, would be Kulisevsky, Kane. And I'd start with Charleston. He'll at least get into them, give us a bit of a firing up, and then bring Son on if you need. So that would be my first 11. Forster, I'd start, but I can't see that happening. Povo, Romero, Dyer, Davies, Hoiberg, Benton Kerr, Kulisevsky, Charleston, Kane. That would be mine, but I don't think it would be like that. And, and we are without Conte, most likely. He had an operation. Hopefully he's doing okay and recovering well, but Stellini is doing the press conference today. So to me, that says he's not going to be around, not going to be around. Uh, and even if we get to the final with all big teams out, we would still not win it. We have a weak mentality. That's true. That's true. But a cup final is a one-off game, at least, rather than a let's go to form and let's go to how previous cups have been. Uh, and Conte's never been in the final with us before. So we'll see. We'll see. A long, long, long way to go on that one, simply ace. But Someone said to me the other day, I think it was on here, that they can see a City-Spurs final. And we have beat City in the past. We've shown we can score against them. And you never know in a one-off game. You never know in a, a one-off game. But, yeah. And that comes to here. Can we beat them? Simply Ace says no. He thinks we'll get spanked. Oh, what's your prediction, Simply Ace, on, on the scoreline? Uh, <laughs> your comment there makes it seem like a 4-0 or something absolutely battering like that. But... Part of our downfall is playing players out of form constantly, and that is how our managers of recent years have been sacked. Uh, yeah, certainly with certainly with Conte, uh, I don't know how long he persists with uh, Loris and Son. Uh, I don't know why he still is. Like I said, when, when is enough enough? When is enough enough? And uh, simply a 3-1 to Man City, which not as bad as I thought you were going to say, but still not good because we lose the game and we lose ground on those above us. The only positive in that is that they don't fall behind uh, any more than Arsenal. Well, <laughs> probably a bit extreme based on the fact that how our defence have been and goalkeeper have been. I mean, it could be anything if they're on one of their awesome days. Uh, yeah, we will see. We will see. Uh, for me, I think we can win. I always think we can win. We're at home. We can certainly score goals against them. It's just keeping them out. And... You can keep them out if, if 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 you're playing on form. If our defenders and goalkeeper are going to play 
mistake, City again. We're going to get destroyed. We're going to be destroyed because... And if Loris is playing, I can see them attacking him right from the off, sticking crosses, like I said, underneath his bar and everything and really putting him under pressure. Uh, Forster, I think, will will calm it down a little bit. I think with Loris and the goalkeepers, you know, Loris doing what he's doing with all of his mistakes. It's making him nervous, making the defenders nervous. The defenders making all these mistakes, making them nervous, making Loris nervous. Uh, at least take one of those out and bring Forster in is is what I'd do. But like I say, I don't think it will happen. He's our club captain, Laurie, so I think he'll stay. And Son, he's had a couple of games where he was really, really good. That Leicester game when he came on, he looked really angry. So do that to him again against City. You know, City will attack us. So hopefully we can get some counter-attacking opportunities. But see what Richarlison can do. You know, he must be chomping at the bit. He's played in a World Cup, scored the goal of the tournament in the World Cup. He must be chomping at the bit to get on. Stick him on, see what he can do. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. But I don't think that will happen. But I do think we can win. It's obviously going to be very difficult. City are a top, top, top side. No doubting about that. Top, top players. But we're at home. We can definitely win. We can definitely win. But whether we will, we will see. We will see. But yeah, short show today. Short show today. Be back on Monday. Uh, the review of the Man City game. Hopefully have some guests on as well and uh, uh, be able to get their views on, on the Enoch and Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust reply and the transfer window, Beyonce and the shirt sponsor. And yes, I completely forgot simply ace Dan Juma play a part against City. I completely forgot about him. Apologies, Mr. Dan Juma. I do apologise. Uh, didn't do himself any harm against uh, Preston. Yeah, lower league, but I think it might be new simply ace you said in the chat last time because I didn't watch it that... He looked really hungry, looked really cheesed off when uh, players didn't pass it to him, took his goal well. And uh, yeah, great show. Let's hope we win. Thank you so much for watching and all your comments as well. Really helps the channel and really helps the show. So thank you for that. And yeah, come on, you spares. Let's hope we win. Uh, but yeah, back on Monday with all, all, all of that, hopefully some guests talk about the City win, uh, 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 win against City, I should say. I should say. Uh, let's hope we can do that. But yeah, short show today. Short show. Uh, and yeah, let's just see what we can do for the rest of the season because we've got no choice now but to see what we can do with the current crop of players that we've got. I'd like to see Alfie Devine get some game time, certainly in the league, certainly in the cup, but I can't see that happening. I can't see that hap happening, to be honest. Uh, not with Conte there anyway. He seems a bit too stubborn, doesn't seem to like playing youngsters. Uh, but let's hope I'm wrong. Let's hope I'm wrong. But yeah. In the meantime, have a good weekend, everybody. Let's hope we win. Let's hope Spurs don't ruin ours. Back on Monday, hopefully. Ah, and yes, please hit the like and the subscribe if you haven't done so already. Also, the notification bell. Go over to Chris's Magic and do the same there. Tricks every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. UK time. Be back on Monday, like I say, 7.30 p.m. UK time. Hopefully with some guests talking all things Spurs and hopefully a win against City. So until then... Thanks so much for watching, for everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, please hit that notification bell. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live. And it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe and notification bell. And everybody, please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section on the YouTube videos. For those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. 
Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can pick that up wherever you get your podcast from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time, and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, Instagram, Let's Talk Tottenham Podcast, you can find all the information there. Anyone who wants something a little bit different, also do a magic show. So I do one trick a week, which drops Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. Chris's Magic on YouTube is where you'll find that. But in the meantime, come on you Spurs! <laughs>